0: Buzzer Podcast, all music. Worldwide music started in local music scenes. Underground, independent, unsigned talent. Music you choose to hear, not the music mainstream tells you to hear. Hosted by Shay. The Buzzer Podcast is a Canadian broadcast connected to artists around the globe. Hey,
1: y'all.
2: I am Shay. And this is the Buzzer Podcast, on-air indie, from iPad to yours over the airways. Today in the show, Lyle Doe from Etobicoke, Canada band, So Dirty the Flamingos. We discuss the bands, the Bloodroot Sessions album, spin a few tracks, and talk music. An incredible, top-shelf Canadian band. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Enjoy the show. Cheers. Hi, Lionel. Thank you for coming on the show today. It's really exciting to have the the band uh, represented by you. So Dirty the Flamingos, incredible name. And you don't have to tell me what it's about. because I know it's an incredible name of the band, incredible music. Uh, And you do all the guitars, songwriter, and uh, front man for the band.
0: Yeah. so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be on.
2: Yeah. So I Happen Upon Your Music. I absolutely love it. Oh, uh, especially the cool. uh, one I found you with was uh, Take You On. So we're going to be spinning it later in the episode. Um, tell us a bit about the band and the background of the band.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, we're in our third year now. We formed 2018, roughly. And uh, it's, it's a funny story. Uh, Adam and I uh, were in another band called the Better Lights, And, you know, just some local dads playing around and we've got some gigs, but it got very serious very quickly because we were writing more and more songs and pushing yeah. ourselves. And, uh, you know, we, maybe we pushed it a little too far because we lost a couple members and then reformed with the five piece that we have now. And, Um, it just really gelled, you know, the five of us. So it worked out really well. Um, I wrote an EP, and it was mostly Americana, alt-country kind of music, and uh, we went with that. But then it's evolved since then, and now with our third release, um, it's a full-on indie rock pop project. So, And we all love just changing it up every once in a while. So that's what we're doing right now, and who knows what the next album's going to be because we just, you know, we're in that freedom space where we can make anything we want. We don't have a record company telling us what to do. We don't have a, a solid brand. We're just kind of floating out there and making whatever the hell we want. So it's a nice place to be.
2: Yeah, but uh, I, I find the best artists, the best bands uh, don't define themselves by genre. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, and you can, you can look to David Bowie as that example, <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, ten minutes down right and then that's nice I don't, nobody wants to be pinned down when there's so many so many different things to say so many different ways of saying it and so oh, yeah.
2: yeah and adam jury is the bass player in the band
0: yes and adam and i um were the longest members of of this band in the band before so uh yeah we're kind of the the songwriters and we both have studios and we're constantly working together to make this music happen. And we bring in the others, um, to add their parts. And of course, Devin Janetta, the drummer, um, is an amazing drummer, uh, one of the best in the city, in my opinion. And yeah, he's uh,
2: well known in the city.
0: He's involved in so many other bands. Um, he's, so we're very lucky to have him. And, uh, so, you know, he hears the song once, plays it, Pretty much nails it every single time, and then wow. yeah, Scott I Dunn.
2: I didn't our, know he was that good. <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Yes, we try to keep it a secret, but now now I've let it go. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. He's really good. Um, Scott Dunn, our keyboard player and organist, is kind yeah. of our resident genius. He's the he's the guy that makes it all happen for us. Technically, you know, I don't know how to plug in a cable, so <laughs> we always counting on him. Okay,
2: yeah, you good. always need one of those. And, yeah.
0: and uh, he really nails in his sound, you know, uh, when you work with organ and filters and stuff, and he's, he's always, uh, he brings a lot to it, he brings in all that middle end, you know, that middle space that we need in our music.
2: Yeah, hearing and, your music, I, I I agree with you, he does.
0: Uh, Kiara is our backup singer. And uh, so she's, there's always this ghostly female uh, backing vocal that accompanies me and uh, kind of softens the edge of my voice a little bit. And so it makes for a signature sound. So, so really happy with the five of us, the way we all play together. Okay.
2: That's that's awesome. So did you all meet through the uh, local geek scene in the uh, Toronto and area?
0: Not, re- not really. More like uh neighborhood people. Uh, Adam and I lived like three blocks away from each other. And so that's how that started. And then just, um, yeah, uh, the others kind of came by. We, we played gigs with uh, Devin's band and then he offered to play for us when we lost our drummer. And yeah, so that's, and S- yeah, Scott was, yeah, you're, you're right.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Uh, it, it, it's, it's always interesting to find out how bands, I'm, a, a lot of bands today meet on social media, um, but uh, they still do it the traditional way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We're still face-to-face people.
2: Yeah, so what is the band's creative process? Like, uh, when you uh, create a song, does it start with you and then is taken to the band, or is it one or two of uh, uh, you that co write
0: I'd say 90% of the music is starts on my couch with an acoustic guitar and then I bring it to the band. But, uh, interestingly, the song we were talking about, I'll take you on is Adam's song. So that's his, those are his chords. And I think him jammed it out while we're in the other band years ago and it just, you know, and then that's, it never went anywhere. And then we kind of brought it back and it got better and better and edgier and uh i think i wrote a little bridge after the solo and then and i wrote the lyrics and uh and that's the song we have now and i think the reason i like that one so much is because of the collaboration because of the back and forth between him and i and there's going to be a lot more of those because there's a lot more of those songs that we collaborated on that'll be in the next project i think
2: yeah that's good collaborations are really positive
0: yeah for sure cuz you know you you get the best out of each other when it's when it's all coming from one person. And the other thing is, you know, even though I write these songs, everybody has so much input in their parts. I don't tell anybody what to play. They just bring it, and it might change the arrangement. It might change the structure when they start playing their parts. So it is collaborative in the end.
2: So what are the band's
0: influences? Are they buried, or you're pretty much all the same? No, I... I would I think we'd have a hard time agreeing on our favorite bands but the thing is everybody loves so many different varieties of music and uh like Devin brings all kinds of different influences because he plays in so many different bands and knows so many different styles of music and the same would be for Scott and Adam they they come they, you know they just love a lot of different things but I'm kind of the weirdo I like all like the, the majority of the stuff I listen to is modern classical music and really French pop. And yeah, I just, that's cool. <laughs> I'm always looking on the edges for something weird, something new. And that's what I enjoy the most, but that's not to say I don't enjoy classic rock or, or country or like, I, I like it all, but if I have a choice, yeah, I'm reaching for the the deep cuts and the weird stuff in my record collection.
2: That's very good. Well, the combination works. So we're going to listen to Take You On right now and then talk about the song right after. Awesome. I watched the video. I love the black and white. Uh, and yeah. I, I always love watching, you know, it, I, you could call them simple, but they're not. They're, they take a lot of work. Watching bands perform a song yeah. um, in video to me is a favorite, you know, because it highlights the band. I really like it. So tell me a bit about the song. It uh, was Adam's song.
0: Yeah, Adam's song uh, that I supplied lyrics for. and. You know, when you're supplying lyrics for another person's song, it's interesting because you don't know what they intended with the music. So you're kind of filling in blanks, you know, and uh, or at least that's what I found. And so you might start with some really generic kind of, you know, just you're humming your parts or whatever. But then coming up with maybe what they intended, or you're 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 trying to see it through their eyes. So on a couple songs that we worked together on, I, I think. I'm trying to satisfy him, you know, in his song and trying to make it. Whereas when I write my own stuff, you know, there's no, there's no critic. There's no, um, someone stopping you from, from going a certain way, you know? So there's a little bit more of an editorial look when you're writing lyrics for someone else's music. And I find that interesting. That's really, that's where the the juices happen. You know, that's where. I can see that. Yeah.
2: So when he gives you a song like this song, does he say, well, this is what I wanted to say? Or does he just give me the music and say, go for it?
0: Well, now you're asking me to remember what happened. <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I remember. It, and I have, I think I have a recording on my phone of us playing it together. And I'm just, you know, humming along a, a melody. But then some of the words came out. And I, I honestly, I think this, the title of the song came out while we were just jamming it. And, you know, and the, the, I'll take you on part came out and that's, and then of course that becomes a song, right? And then the next, the rest of the lyrics just try to support that title. Well, what I like about it is that it's a metaphor for a relationship, you know, growing together in a relationship is also a metaphor for fighting or for being in the boxing ring, you know? And sometimes those two things can be very much alike. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Fighting it out is kind of like you know staying in a relationship and, and working it out, and and there's a mutual respect, and there's a, a give and take, and there's a back and forth in the ring that works in a relationship as well, and that's kind of what the song's about. If it's not too clear when you first listen to it, listen to it a little closer to the lyrics, and that's that's kind of what it's about. You know, I'll take you on is kind of like I'll I'll stand up with you, you know.
2: Well, it's an incredible track. I'd love to see it live. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's got I'd love that. to
2: see it live. It'd be incredible. Um, the next song we're going to uh, spin is Woke Up in Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah, I like the song. I listened to it again this morning. It had a bit more, a, a bit of a different vibe yeah. to, to take you on. How did you come upon that? And uh, is there a reason for the song?
0: Yeah, um, it goes back a while. Uh, so I lived in Vancouver and it was the year 1999. So they are going back 20 years. And three, three of my friends, we, we got into a van and we, I had to move to Montreal because I was going to go to uh, do my master's at Concordia. And uh, another guy needed to move to Montreal. So we, we got this van and a U-Haul and we drove all the way across the country. And, you know, when you're driving for 18 hours a day, with the same two dudes it got kind of weird you know it got kind of surreal okay and one day we wake up in a campground in Sault Ste. Marie and uh and I can't really remember what happened or if anything happened I just remember the light was strange and the atmosphere was strange and it was and then you know you just get in the car and you drive and to see your whole country as, as vast as this country is and to see it kind of in technicolor and driving and driving and driving and seeing it it kind of blurs into this Yeah. Kind of like and anyways, I, I finally get into my apartment in Montreal and I say goodbye to my friends and my and my really my best friend flies back to Vancouver. And uh, and I'm alone in my seven and a half apartment in Jean Mont. You know, it's like a five bedroom apartment and there's no furniture because I'm broke and I got my acoustic guitar and I just start playing this song and I and the phrase woke up in Saint Sault Ste. Marie just that's all I have in the song. And it never went anywhere from that. And why you
2: know, Sault Ste. Marie?
0: I don't know, because I, had, I still had that memory, that 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 vibe, you know, traveling okay. with my friends, <laughs> picking up. And that's all I had. I didn't have any. There was no story. There was nothing. So I had that song, just that that phrase on repeat in those, you know, three chords. So fast forward 20 years, I got this band. And I, start, I pick it up again. I remember, oh, my God, I remember that. I remember... That line. So I started, and then I wrote the song around it. So, I, and then I, I tell this whole story, you know, where a guy wakes up and he doesn't know where he is and he, he has keys to a car, but he doesn't know whose they are. And then he just tries a bunch of cars and he finds one and he starts driving. Of course, wow. he gets over by the police and, then, and the big ending with Woke Up in Sault Ste. Marie. Well, now you're waking up in a jail in Sault Ste. Marie. But uh, it's funny that I'm, I'm closing in on the story now, don't worry. The guy who mastered and, or sorry, the, who mixed this album is my best friend that I traveled across the country with. So oh. I said, Hey, do you, do you remember, do you remember this? I, I wrote this song when I first arrived in Montreal and he's uh, like, Oh my God. Yeah. So he tries to capture the vibe in the way he makes the song because, it is, you know, it's got that vibe that you said, it's got that, you know, it's in six and it's, it's got this plotting. It's, I've dropped down all the tuning to to low c yeah and so we really tried to capture that kind of strangeness to it the the travel quality the memory quality of it so that's what that song's about i'm really proud of it because it's so you know it's it's been in gestation for so long you know it's like a part of your a different part of your life and now it's part of the your new life
2: that's an incredible song we're gonna listen to it now woke up in sault st marie Was, uh, I actually was a bridesmaid for somebody that was a native to Susie, Marie, so it brought me back, <laughs> and it was really cool. I've never done a car ride, but I have uh, uh, I have um, done a bike ride as long yep. as that, where you're from hotel to hotel, and. and yeah, so it's a, it's a pretty
0: it's a pretty great song. When you put on those kind of miles, things get weird. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> Especially when you
2: stop at a local town. Uh, one of the towns we stopped at was completely dry. Completely oh, yeah. dry, and I was like, "Are you for real?" <laughs> I was like, I I didn't think that existed in Canada. Anyway, but uh, it was uh, pretty cool. Uh, so the band gigs in um sorry, not gigs, the can uh, the band has a recording studio that they call Soda Pop Studio.
0: Yeah, well, and now uh just recently made is uh, the Bloodroot Studio, which I'm in now. Oh, Basically and the Bloodroot
2: house. studios in your home, right? That's right. Right. So where was uh, and the recording of the album was done? A lot of it remote.
0: Uh so the bed tracks or the bass and drums all done at Sodi Pop. Yeah. And my vocals and all my guitars done at Bloodroot session for the Bloodroot studio. And so yeah, going back and forth. And over this last year and a half, you know, during COVID and, and the, the, basically we couldn't see each other, right. Because we were locked down.
2: Yeah. Well, we know that.
0: And, and we we're also trying to be safe, right. There's, you know, there's people in our, in both of, in all of our lives that needed to be really protected. So we were trying to do the right thing. Nobody knew, you know, what was being carried by whom. And so we did isolate and we did not isolate, but we did keep away from each other and uh so all these tracks were done in silos you know i did i did all my vocals by myself which is a real pain for anybody that knows what that's like to not have another set of years to listen to you to you know give you feedback and so yeah. and then ours and so you know i i would love to work more as a group you know the five of us together but that's not what happened it was really it was a labor of love because it was so much work to to do this and and send our tracks over and mix them and then hear them you know it's it's not the ideal working situation it's not a soup you know it's like
2: yeah especially for a musician
0: yeah
2: <laughs> yeah the, the name of the album is quite interesting uh i read an incredibly well-written article on your website who wrote that <laughs> was it you
0: yeah no i don't let anybody write about us i just do it all
2: (laughs) oh my god it's it my god i was blown away like i'm a writer by trade and i'm like wow this this person you know how to write (laughs) anyways i i'd like to just talk about i know what it is but i think it's very interesting so i want you to talk about how you came up with the album name because it's incredible
0: The uh, Yeah, so in the last year and a half, while we're we're working in silos trying to make this record and living our lives and, you know, dealing with COVID and school shutdowns and whatnot, um, one of my wanderings on the internet took me to, it was actually on Facebook, I think. Somebody posted a picture and said, what is this? And then somebody commented, "Um, that's the bloodroot flower. And I'm like, well, that's a good name. So I looked into it, you know, I did the research on the flower. And it turns out this, the bloodroot flower is actually rooted in the ground and produces a blood-like substance, you know, like a dye that, that the aboriginals would use as war paint and to decorate their pottery in certain parts of North America. So and now increasingly now, you know, this flower is available in Montreal and Toronto and, and all over Ontario. And so I'm like, the bloodroot flower, I mean, what a what a great image, you know, a a flower that actually spews fake blood. (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
2: I thought it was amazing.
0: So uh, that's, that became the name of the studio. And because I recorded half the album here, that became the name of the album, The Blood Root Sessions, because it does speak to, you know, um, rooting into something and, and, some, and there's a violence to it and, a, and an energy and a, and a rage to it that does kind of sum up what this record was for us because it was so frustrating because we was banging our heads against the wall trying to get this done in our silos and you know, working in a way that we don't, didn't necessarily choose to, but we had to, you know? And, and that's to me what that flower represents to me, like this struggle as well, but beautiful, you know?
2: Oh, well, it's an incredible choice for an album name. Thank incredibly you. imaginative and creative. Actually, sort of a, a toast to our Indigenous, which is really cool for me. Uh, and uh, again, wow, you can write. <laughs> I, I, I I tell anybody, anybody go to the website and check out the essays. They're incredible. So, you. I'm
0: a writer. I appreciate that.
2: <laughs> thank you for coming on the show. I... Where is the best place for uh, fans to get a hold of your music or to follow up dates so they don't miss anything?
0: Our website's pretty, is, is in good order. Thanks to Kiara, um, our backup singer. Uh, She maintains the website and she's always got it up to date. And so the best place to follow us and to find out their latest music and everything is, is www.sodirtytheflamingos.com. And, uh, we're going to be selling some merch on there as well pretty soon we're all out of t-shirts but we're going to get some more made
2: yeah you sold out of t-shirts
0: oh yeah and that was a that was a cool project we had too we we made these t-shirts we sold them and we donated all the profits to local businesses because they were all shut down last year march and then but it was so everybody was so receptive to it you know they're they're buying the t-shirts they're they're supporting our band by wearing our names on their chests, but also, you know, we didn't take any money. We just we just kind of offloaded it to local businesses. So we'd like to do something like that again, maybe for another charity.
2: Yeah, it's incredible. The T-shirts are, are classy. <laughs> no, they're classy. Whoever uh, designed them, they're classy. A lot of people... Uh, and. I would wear Well, I'd love to see one in a black tank top. If you ever have one, I'll order
1: one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have, I have good friends that do good work. And uh, the the logo was designed by Paul Riss, who runs Round Media Company. And, oh, wow. Uh, our, our CD cover was done by his wife. She's an illustrator. So she did that beautiful CD cover that we have.
2: It's hmm. it's great work. It's great work.
0: And all our you know, She's
2: done them all. Yeah. Now, I'm a a tank top person. I'll wear it under everything, even a sweater. (laughs) So if you ever have one, shoot me a message, I'll get one. So thank you for coming on the show. I really just appreciate you spending your time and highlighting the band for us. Uh, Incredible music. Incredible music. And I look forward to seeing what you have out next.
0: Thanks, Shay. Really great to talk to you and that's a wrap thank you for tuning into the show sponsored by The Buzzer Media thank you to the artists who share their music our shows wouldn't happen without their music subscribe at thebuzzerpod.com fans and artists can submit their request to Shay at thebuzzworld.com until next time
1: cheers